0: Hello, welcome to Bible Read Me. I'm Charles Van Dersen. Today I will begin summarizing the daily chronological reading beginning on July the 9th, day 190. We read two Psalms. Psalm 105 gives an outline of Israel's history from the time of God's covenant to Abraham through the Exodus narrative and then to include the procession when David brought the ark to Jerusalem. Question, which Two Egyptian plagues were not mentioned in Psalm 105, and why? The answer is, Plague 5, which were the diseases, and Plague 6, the boils. See Exodus chapters 7 through 11. No one knows why. You may share your ideas with me by going to intunewithyou.com and completing one of my forms. Psalm 106 is the last psalm in Book 4. It begins with praise for God's favor towards His people. Then the psalmist confesses Israel's sins and continual rebellious provocations that they committed in spite of God's discipline via foreign oppressors. In the end, because of His great mercy, He caused Israel's captors to treat them gently. The writer concluded the psalm with a prayer asking for a more complete restoration so that they would give appropriate thanks to the holy name of God forever. July the 10th, day 191. We read more anonymous and undated psalms that were collected by King Hezekiah of Judah in the south. Psalm 107 tells us how God delivered his people whom he exiled for their rebellion from four types of punishment, aimless wandering, dungeon imprisonment, near-death illness, and great storms at sea. Dr. Charles Ryrie says that each of their vignettes contained a problem, a prayer, God's provision, and praise. Reference the Ryrie Study Bible, 1978, page 901. It ends with, Those who are wise will take all this to heart. They will see in their history the faithful love of the Lord. Psalm 111 was composed as an acrostic, that's where the first letter of each word of the twenty-two lines each begin with a letter of the Hebrew alphabet in succession. The psalmist praised God for the display of power, righteousness, truth, and justice in his great works. The writer expected that those who know these things would respond with reverent praise. Psalm 112 is also an acrostic. It describes the opposing outcomes between the righteous and the wicked. Psalms 113 and 114 are two of the so-called Egyptian Psalms because they were used during the Passover celebrations. In the Jewish tradition, Psalm 113 is called the Lesser Hallel, meaning praise, and is read during the Passover meal. July the 11th, day 192. We read Psalm 115. It could very well work antiphonally, meaning that there is a call and response of the verse between the congregation and the priests. The antiphonal call and response could have followed the following pattern. Verses 1 through 8, the people give God the glory and mock the idol gods of the pagans. Verses 9 through 11, the priests encourage the people to trust the Lord. Verses 12 through 13, the people affirm that God is faithful to bless all his people regardless of their social station. Verses 14 and 15, the priests announce a blessing on the people. Verses 16 through 18, the people praise the Lord for his provision. Psalm 116 is an intimate song of thanksgiving of one devotee to his God. He expressed his love for the Lord in response to God's multiple deliverances and looked forward to once again being able to praise Him in concert with other believers. Psalm 117 is the shortest and middle chapter of the Bible. It is a hymn of its simplest form, a call to praise, verse 1, and a cause for that praise in verse 2. Psalm 118 is a song of joyful gratitude to be sung in procession toward the temple. It lists many instances of how His love endures forever. The people shouted verses 25 and 26 during Christ's triumphal entry into Jerusalem in Matthew chapter 21 verse 9 because they wanted Jesus to deliver them from their Roman oppressors. But he redirected his disciples' attention by applying these verses to the ultimate fulfillment of them in his second coming. Reference Matthew chapter 23 verse 39 and Luke chapter 13 verse 35. July the 12th, day 193. We read only one psalm today, because it is the longest chapter in the Bible. Psalm 119 is a wisdom psalm composed as an alphabetic acrostic. The writer repeatedly affirmed the sufficiency of God's Word to meet all the believer's needs. He confessed and appreciated his well-deserved discipline, and he held indignation for all who ignore or reject God's righteous laws. There are about 58 references to mankind's obedience and disobedience. He confirmed his faith in God's provision and protection. He distanced himself from the wicked and longed to be united with those who appropriately feared God. Finally, he repeatedly praises the Lord for all the goodness that God directed toward him. A pertinent verse for every generation is How can a young man or woman keep his or her way pure? By keeping it according to thy word. Psalm 119, verse 9, July 13, day 194. We read more anonymous and undated psalms that were collected by King Hezekiah of Judah in the south. Psalm 120 is the first of the next 14 songs of ascent that were sung by the worshippers during their three annual pilgrimages to Jerusalem. It is a song of lament where the author cries for deliverance from all liars and lovers of violence. Psalm 121 included the writer's affirmation that the Lord is the true attentive protector of Israel. Psalm 123 is a song where the composer declared his trust in God and asked for him to respond to the mocking of Israel's oppressors. We skipped Psalm 124 because it was by David and we read it back when he was in the historical narrative. Psalm 125 includes a comparison of the security of a believer to the stability of Mount Zion because of the Lord's care. In it, he also reminded the people that their oppression is temporary because the Lord will judge righteously. Psalm 126 is a song of joy for the Lord's deliverance and the subsequent return of the Hebrew exiles. He promised that the Patriots' efforts to restore the community's infrastructure would be rewarded with success. July the 14th, day 195, we read the last five anonymous Psalms of Ascent. Psalm 128 is a song of blessing that teaches the truth that as the home goes, so goes the community. It begins with, How blessed is everyone who fears the Lord. Psalm 129 begins with a description of Israel's oppression. The middle part affirms the writer's faith in God's deliverance. Then it ends with precatory wishes towards Israel's enemies. Psalm 130 is a song of lament and is penitential in character. The composer exhorted Israel to trust in the Lord in anticipation of God's forgiveness. Psalm 132 is a royal psalm. In the first half of it, the writer reminded God of how enthusiastically King David sought an appropriate location for the Ark of Covenant and for God's promise of an enduring dynasty to King David's family line. The second half recorded God's response to the psalmist's request. Psalm 134 includes the song for the priest to bless and be blessed by the Lord. Psalm 135 is a song of praise to God for His goodness, His choice of Israel, and ended with another call to praise Him. Psalm 131 and 133 are not included in today's reading because we read them back when King David was a character in the historical narrative. Psalm 135 begins the collection of psalms that do not include subscripted directions for function. July the 15th, day 196 we read the last of the psalms of praise collected by king hezekiah of judah in the south psalm 136 is unique in the fact that every statement made is answered by the refrain for his loving kindness is everlasting this arrangement suggests that it was sung antiphonally that is where there was a call and response of phrases between two geographically separated groups of singers in the temple in it, the writer called for people to praise God for his creation, his involvement in Israel's history, and his mercy toward everyone. Then it ended with another call for people to praise him. The next five psalms conclude the book of Psalms with each of them being ended with the word Hallelujah, which means praise to God. Psalm 146 is a call for praise to God for his greatness and graciousness towards the needy which is everyone. Psalm 147 gives three compelling reasons to support the three calls for praise, respectively. Psalm 148 instructs everyone in heaven and on earth to praise God. Psalm 149 calls for triumphant praise. And Psalm 150 is the doxology that prescribes that all who can breathe to make a joyfully loud and rhythmic sound as a climax to God's well-deserved praise. This ends this week's Bible reading summary. My next podcast episode will pick up on the Bible reading summary of July the 16th, day 197. I look forward to your visit then. May God bless you.